Where's Rostov? Oh, man. Nobody knows how to find him. He's, he's on the move all the time. Rostov! Nothing, I only do what he tells me to. What the hell is going on? If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Baby, I need some action tonight! Welcome back to another episode of the Action Returns. I'm your host, Brian, and with me is my host, the guy that will hit you with so many rights, you'll be begging for a left. My brother, Neds. <laughs> What's up? Dude, that was the best line in the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> like, after I seen it, I, I, we're, we're talking about Invasion USA, everybody. Uh, I, as soon as I heard that, like, I, I just looked at my daughter and I said the same line. And she was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how awesome this movie was. I, I had not seen it in, in a really long time, but oh man. <laughs> Chuck Norris is the best, everyone. I mean, if, if you're new to Chuck Norris or just come on, I don't know where you've been. You you younger listeners, come on, get on it. Go back and watch all of Chuck Norris's movies. Mm-hmm. Not all of them are good, but the earlier versions, I think when he did that one with Lou Gossett Jr., I didn't really care for that one. Well, wasn't that supposed to be like a like adventures? A yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But like I said, we're talking about 1985's Invasion USA. thought it could ever happen here. They are an army of international terrorists. America has not been invaded by a foreign enemy in nearly 200 years. Their target, America. Their objective, control. 18 hours from now, America will be a different place. Now, only one thing stands in their way. It's time to die. Didn't work, huh? Now it will. They wanted a war. See you in hell. He gave them one. Send me a postcard. Norris. Invasion USA. Let's, uh, let's go to Google. Retired CIA agent Matt Hunter is forced back into business when a villain from his past reemerges. Soviet Mikhail Rostov, a terrorist from whom Matt once caught, wants to exact revenge after failing to. Find Matt at his home. Damn, this is like the whole movie. In, <laughs> yeah. Blades, in Everglades' home, Rostov and his army of communist guerrillas begin carrying out terrorist acts all over southern Florida. Millions of innocent lives are at risk, and it's up to Matt, the National Guard, and the FBI to save them. All right. All right. Here you go. IMDb. A one-man army comes to rescue the United States when a spy attempts an invasion. And this, yeah. of course, stars <laughs> Chuck Norris, Richard Lynch, Melissa Prophet, Alexander Zale, Alex Cologne, Eddie Jones, a bunch of other pe- people. Billy Drago. Let's see if I recognize anybody else. That's pretty much it. Uh, directed by Joseph Zito, writers uh, James Bruner. Chuck Norris also helped with the screenplay, and his brother also helped write this, um, Aaron Norris. 
Nez, what did you think about Invasion USA? Uh, really quick, I had to look up uh, the director to see what else he has done. And uh, he's done some good films. I mean, not, not everything he's done is good, but Friday the 13th, the final chapter, mm-hmm. uh, the first missing in action, uh, Red Scorpion, um, Delta Force. I don't know which one. That's not the first one. I, I think it's some uh, Red Scorpion. Is that the one with... um? Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, he's supposed to be Russian. And it is, yes. Oh, man, I haven't seen this. We might have to dig this one out because I haven't seen this one in a long time. But, um, man, this movie was awesome. Uh, I saw it when it came out back in the day. Um, At this time, I was already in the Chuck Norris films, and I was just like, I we saw pretty much every movie that came out action wise, horror wise, raunchy comedies, everything. So, I mean, you don't even got to ex- explain to me what this movie is about. Um, you just see the poster and you see Chuck Norris, you see him holding guns and you know, other than Canon at this point, we really didn't know who Canon was when we were little guys. But uh, as we were started to see movies, every time we saw that logo, we knew the shit was going to get real. And it got real from beginning to end. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost convinced at least one stunt person died filming this because, man. There was one scene. Uh, there was an explosion. Oh, the guy sitting one. at the desk? Yeah, that, that, that guy got looked like a dummy. Oh. No, it was, I, 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 I double-checked. Uh, there was, uh, what is the YouTube channel? Uh, this guy, uh, Jason Brandt, he does uh, YouTube videos with his friend called, uh, is it uh, So Bad It's Good, I think it's called. And they, they reviewed this movie, and they did a slow-motion shot of this scene, and that, that was a real guy. Yeah, that, that was not fake. I mean, I don't know if he had some kind of face shield or something on, but... That blast hit him, and uh, I'm sure shrapnel or something flew at him because he it seemed like he was close, and and it blew him out of his seat. But I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but everything in this, I mean, no CGI, man. This is the all or nothing no. days in the, in the mid '80s. Uh, you got Chuck Norris, minimal lines, and I mean, I, for I love Chuck Norris, but you don't go see his movies for. For uh, the acting. I mean, is he the greatest actor? No, he's not. He's got a shit ton of movies, but he's a, he's to me, he's kind of like the Clint Eastwood acting style. He's the same character in every role he's in. Mm-hmm. He doesn't he doesn't get loud. He's just says his lines and he's just smooth as hell. And his hair is just feathered and the beard is fresh and just he's <laughs> Chuck Norris, man. I mean, with all the crazy Chuck Norris movies, like, nah, man, he <laughs> sleeps with his eyes open. What's something about sleeping with his eyes open or or some shit? I don't know. There's so many of those Chuck Norris ones. Like, when he when he doesn't do push-ups, he pushes, he pushes down the world. And <laughs> <laughs> just all the crazy shit about it. But, I mean, I, I think out of... All his movies, yeah, they're crazy and cheesy and everything, but this one was, in my book, the the best one over the top. This, mm-hmm. There really isn't much of a story. They introduce all these characters, but there's like no, no, you don't care. You just want to see the action. You, you want to see him kick ass. You want to see him kill the bad guys. You want to see bad guys just destroying America. I mean... We get a great bad guy, too, at Richard Lynch. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people call him the poor man's um, Rector Hauer. Um, (laughs) No, but, I mean, Richard Lynch (laughs) is one of those dudes that when you see him on the screen, you know he's bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, even he was in um, the last movie I saw him in was um, that first uh, Rob Zombie Halloween. He was the, the principal Yeah, in that. And I saw him, I was like, well, that's just what Rob Zombie does. He just brings in all these old actors. I mean, which is cool, man, giving everyone a job. But he, I don't even know what other movies uh, 
Richard Lynch has done. I mean, he's done a shit ton of movies. I mean, he's seems to me always, always the bad guy. He's um, ruthless in this one. He's shooting motherfuckers in the dick, man. He that one chick that was doing lines of coke <laughs> and he just like pushed her head down and that straw went up her nose and then he throws her out the window. Like, yeah, that means the women got it the worst. <laughs> I remember that first time we saw it. I was like, "What happened? What's going on?" I mean, because this this movie it's it's hour and forty seven minutes, but it, it flies by. I mean, the action just it, it just kicks you right in the face right from the get go. I mean, they. Some of the it could have been cut a few more minutes because I think to me a lot of the uh, shots were like drawn out shots of like mm-hmm. all right come on show me something but um the story was pretty much in that first synopsis Brian read we got some terrorist guy that's uh, just getting ready to destroy America some Russian guy and. Uh, Chuck Norris is an, an ex. What was he? He wasn't CIA. What was he? Um, just some. <laughs> I don't know. Some military dude. I assume. I earlier, he's a uh, yeah retired CIA. Okay. Yeah, and um, the story between him is Lynch. We really don't know. We just maybe he was he was trying to get him, but um, he couldn't kill him. For some reason, I mean, he wanted to kill him. Whatever happened, we don't really go into it. But he's kind of stopped by like basically the law. Yeah, you can't kill him. So he's like, all right, whatever. So he did his time and he retired. Because when Lynch starts coming back into America and starts destroying everything, and they kind of find out who who's doing it, and they go to uh, to Chuck Norris. To, you know, what's his name? Mark Hunter? No, uh, Matt Hunter. Yeah. Well, they go to see him. That's just a badass name, Matt Hunter. Um, and they go to him, and they're like, "Hey, man, uh, Rostov is back." Or at, at that point, they they really weren't sure. They were kind of like, "Well, there's this this is going on," but they, it sounds like the work of Rostov. And he's like, "Nah, I don't I don't want to do it. You guys didn't let me. You basically you didn't let me kill him the last time. So why are you coming at me?" And he's like, "And they're like, all right, whatever, but." I mean, that was just how he's kind of got into involved in it. But I mean, that first scene, which is pretty ruthless, mm-hmm. we, we got these uh, a boat of Cuban refugees coming to America and uh, the Coast Guard pulls up to them and they don't know what's going on. Uh, we see um, at this point, well, we, we know who, he's a bad guy. We see Richard Lynch, Rostov. He's welcoming them all to uh, America. But his whole crew, everyone's armed with M60 and machine guns and rocket launchers and everything, and they just no love. Didn't matter women, children, you got gunned down. And they just get just massacred on this boat. Yeah, that that one guy with the big machine gun, he just kept shooting. Richard Lynch is like, I say that, that's enough. (laughs) That guy is like still shooting. It's like they did not care. I mean, when those guys, the bad guys had guns, they weren't they weren't standing in a line. They were standing like one in front of each other and they were just shooting. I mean, they they could have shot the dudes in front of them. <laughs> but especially that guy with the big M60, he was just letting everyone have it. But after they killed everyone on the boat, they jump on the boat, they move the bodies out of the way, they open up the secret compartment and it's just full of coke. So like, all right, well that's the reason why. We get it. We get back on the shore. Uh, the Coast Guard find the boat, the actual, because um, Rostov and his crew, they hijack that boat, but they find another boat with all the Coast Guard bodies in it. Like all of them are in there, just piled in there dead. But at this point, we don't know. They don't know why. Rostov gets to shore. He finds this drug dealer. Uh, Basically going to do a trade for the, for the coke that they had for for weapons and everything. And that was, um, what's his name? I, I was kind of, I forgot he was in it, but I was kind of hoping that he was going to be in it longer. Because he's, he's another guy. When he pops up on the screen, you know he's a bad guy. Billy Drago. Mm-hmm. 
So I was like, oh, cool. Shit, I forgot he was in it. He's just some little scummy uh, drug dealer, sleazy guy. He's standing there talking and testing the coke and all that. And he dumps them out for his girl. And she just immediately, little coke whore, just starts <laughs> snorting away. <laughs> this is all in Florida, everyone. And then uh, they kind of get into it. But basically, um, uh, Rostov kind of got in uh, Billy Drago. His name is Mickey. Got into his face telling him, that, look, man, I'm just going to take what I want. And you ain't going to do nothing about it. Because he backs him up to the wall. While that girl is snorting the coke, he Rostov slams the top of her head. She's got a little straw. And she's like just snorting up lines. And that thing, whoo, the straw goes in her nose. She goes, ah! He gets his pistol, sticks it in Mickey's pants, pumps in him and a couple into his balls. He falls down. He goes back to the girl because she's standing there screaming, blood coming out of her face, and then just throws her out the window. <laughs> I, I, again, I totally forgot what was going on in this movie. All I remember was the very end, but I was like, what's happening? <laughs> Oh man, I was I was like just laughing and and I I just couldn't believe it. Can you make this movie today? Hell no, you couldn't make this movie today. <laughs> <laughs> if they did, if they did a remake of this, I don't know who they would get. Um, but it wouldn't be off the wall and wacky like this. Yeah. It would be they'd try to make it more serious and up the date to whatever's going on in the world dealing with terrorists and, and all yeah. that. You don't even you don't even get one liners anymore in action movies. Uh-uh. <laughs> and if you do it's rare. But I think the last action movie that had one liners that I remember was the one of the well, all of them pretty much the expendable movies cuz you got the the kings of the one liners in that. But I hope that new one's good. Is um uh, Stallone in that one still? Because I know he said he wasn't doing it anymore. It's gonna be his last one, and uh, Eco Uways from the Raid is the villain. Can you use him properly? I mean, when you had Van Damme and did nothing with him. Uh, I I think I read Tony Giles in it too. Oh man. Because, I mean, I was hyped for the second one when I found out that Van Damme was was the bad guy. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's it's about to go down. And it did not go down. I was like, man, because, <laughs> I mean, e- either way, I mean, Van Damme would have whooped Stallone's ass, period. It was better than the Mel Gibson final showdown, the third one. Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's another movie. Another show, but um, once they, uh, after he butchered up the the drug dealer and threw a lady out the window, um, that's when uh, that's when the CIA went to to uh, to Matt Hunter and he told him no. Oh, but it, see, that's what that's how raw um, Chuck Norris's was from in this film. He pretty much did all his stunts. Because he he wanted he knew it was gonna be off the wall he knew it was gonna mm-hmm. be just action packed so he was like I, I want to do it because I was looking at it um, and I was like shit was that him because it it usually you can tell if it's a stunt double I'm sure he did have a stunt double in there somewhere but majority of this was it was all Chuck Norris because when we when we see him for the first time he's wrestling a fucking alligator <laughs> in the swamp <laughs> I was like. Damn. Uh, him and uh, one of the Swamp Indian guys. Um, what the hell was his name? <sighs> he, I know he was in... Um, John Eagle. Yeah, he was... Del Birdie. He was, um, he was in uh, one of those episodes of uh, Saved by the Bell when Zach found out he was... He had a drop oh, of my gosh. He had a drop of native in him. <laughs> I remember that episode, and he did like the the dance at the end. Oh man! I mean, hey, nothing against uh, whatever his real name is. But he was just doing his job, and oh my god, the the stereotypes that came out in that episode. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Zach Morris, and I love Saved by the Bell, but. 
Oh man, different times in the was that in the nineties? I think that one was in the eighties, but I don't know if you remember. We're getting off topic, but uh, the the college years when Slater found out he was Chicano. Oh, <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> I figured he was just the 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 Mexican kid of, of the of the crew, but I don't know. AC, uh, that's another guy. Don't age. He looks exactly the same. <laughs> but. Um, so yeah, he's hanging out with the the swamp Indians in the Everglades, and uh, at first I thought I didn't think that guy was was native, but he is. They I, I had to do my research. He he is part native because he's like hella dark. That looked like that fake that fake dark tan, but it, it wasn't. But anyway, so uh, yeah, John Eagle, he's got he's running his little uh, um. What were those boats, those swamp boats, the airboats or whatever uh, that they're riding around in? Let's go with airboats because I was yeah. going to say fan boats, but that don't sound right either. So. Those big boats with the fans on the back that they fly around in, in the Everglades with. I'd like to do that. I think that'd be cool. But anyway. but uh, Not me. This is too too much stuff in the in the water. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get in the water, but it <laughs> would be cool to fly around uh, on there, but so yeah, that, that's when they we find out about them, and they're down there. That's when the CIA goes, and then they kind of meet him up, and he tells them to, to fuck off. I'm not helping you guys. But um, Rostov, he's on a mission. He he already knows what he's going to do. Other than he's going to take over America, he's going to go kill his uh, his rival because they find out where he's at, and then they all jump on their boats during the day. Um, they just the He's at home uh, in his little swamp house. He's out there chopping wood, and then here they come. These guys just roll up in like I think like five of those boats, all have machine guns, and just start letting his house have it. He sees them, and he kind of runs. Uh, oh, his buddy uh, John Eagle, a native guy that's with him, he shows up. Boom! He gets blasted, and he ends up dead. He, he they, does. He does take out somebody. Yeah, he had a was a shotgun or a rifle or yeah, a shotgun. Yeah, he took out, well, he was either one or two, I can't remember, but he, he took out somebody. But he ended up getting riddled with bullets, and they, they destroy the house, and then uh, they break out the rocket launchers that that they never reload, ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know much about rocket launchers, but I'm pretty sure they only got one shot, and then you got to reload it. <laughs> you're, not, you're not supposed to pay attention to that part. <laughs> If it had happened once, I would have been all right with it, but it was multiple times. But anyway, that's what made this movie awesome. So they blow up his house, but he dives out because he's Chuck Norris. He got out before the missile hit. And uh, this is when he he, he kind of just he gets mad. Plus, they uh, they might have wounded his little um, was that armadillo. Oh, that armadillo <laughs> was dead. Yeah. Oh, was it dead? I thought it was limping down the stairs. I'm going to say it was dead because <laughs> that was a massive explosion. <laughs> which too, which te- te- technically, Chuck should have been dead, too. <laughs> yeah, man. You're deaf or something because that explosion was huge. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. All right. You uh, you killed my buddy. You, you killed my armadillo. And all right. So then that's when he uh, he he loads up and goes on a rampage. But before he starts his rampage, Rostov and the crew are out there destroying America. Because uh, that first wave came through, and then uh, the next crew showed up, and they like had World War II uh, those boats, those uh, little beach boats that they had that when they stormed the beaches of Normandy. They came rolling up. The front thing falls down. They all, ah, there were like hundreds of dudes all come pouring in. They all rushed the beach. I don't know why that there was a couple there just kind of hanging out on the beach, hanging out and swimming at night. And then was getting uh, they, in. they get killed. But then there was, you figured, all right, you're dead and that, that's enough. But there was no love for them. They were running over the body. You hear them. When they step on them, they're like breaking their bones. <laughs> I was like, Dad, was that necessary? <laughs> He's already dead. 
they roll up out you know, over onto the beach through the trees, and then there's like, I don't know, like 20 white uh, cargo trucks. Oh, there was more than that. Yeah, I mean, there, there was, was that. a whole <laughs> fleet of them yeah, that, that nobody was... notices. Uh-uh. <laughs> so everyone jumps in those, and then they all take off, and uh, Chuck me or Matt Hunter meets up with the CIA, and they kind of like they're they're letting them know that hey, we yeah, we found all these Coast Guard bodies, and um, well, they they found uh, the boats uh, on the beach. And they're like, all right, and when they found the, the couple that was laying there dead, and they're like, all right, well, this this kind of looks like uh, his mo. So Rostov's mo. So let's uh, let's just I guess it's safe to say it was him. And then this is when all the chaos started happening. I mean, I, I don't know the correct order, but um, was the first one when they went to uh, there was um. There was a, a like a, a party at like a community center, a bunch of that local. Was, that, that was the second one. What was the first one? The 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 Christmas massacre. Was that in the mall? I thought that was later. No, the the neighborhood. Oh, <laughs> where they they kind of they set you up with this whole like it's a typical suburban neighborhood. People are decorating their trees and their houses, and there's children playing. And they just roll up and they just started using rocket launchers, just destroying house after house. I, well, the first time I watched this twice, the first time I watched it, I was I was kind of on my phone because I was texting one of my friends. I was like, wait a minute. When they started blowing up the houses, and I was like, whose houses are these? And then when I rewinded, it was like there was no rhyme or reason. It was just he just came to, to wreak havoc in America. Yeah, it was Rostov and a couple other guys in the back of a truck, and they rolled up with rocket launchers and just started. Like the neighborhood was full of people. Everyone, like Brian said, everyone's decorating their houses and all this. Kids playing in the street, and they just start blowing up houses. I want to say they used. They kept using the same rocket launcher. Of course they did, because they did not. Like we said, like a second ago, I said that they're not reloading. He was like, he turned, boom, blew up one house, turned to the next one, blew that up, turned around. I think he blew up like five houses. Yeah. <laughs> that little girl should have been dead because she went. There was a little girl outside uh, with, her, with her dad and her brother uh, fixing her tree. And then they said, all right, time for dinner. So they all went inside and then they blew up her house. And I don't know how she survived, but <laughs> she was out on the front yard in the yard. And somebody ran up and picked her up as they're blowing up all the other houses. Yeah, they, they did not reload those those rocket launchers at all. But you're not looking for correctness in this. You just, you just want to see things blow up. And that's what you got. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> but. I was like, God damn, what's happening here? <laughs> um, but it, it, no reasoning for what he was doing, other than he just hates America and and wants to wants to see everyone die. Because <laughs> then after that, uh, they they they, they again. The, the thing was about this: every time something bad happened, the police always showed up like hell late. Because <laughs> <laughs> then that's when the police showed up. I'm like, well, I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on. How all these houses blowed up. I was sitting there, and when I was watching this, I was thinking, did they build this neighborhood? Um, I was watching a YouTube video, and they said that uh, it was an abandoned neighborhood because I guess whoever owned the land sold all the land, and they had, and they were going to expand some airport. But I think they built something else instead. But so, so all those abandoned neighborhood. Yeah, all those houses were there, and they let uh, Cannon and the crew blow them up. <laughs> so, because usually when when you see these houses blow up, you can tell that they just threw them up because they're hollowed out. But now these these were real houses, and they just <laughs> blew them to hell. <laughs> so. After that, I mean, just shit started to just pop up all over the place. Then we get the uh, the Cuban uh, community center. It's just like they were having a, a 
wedding reception or something. And these uh, two cops pull up, an uh, Asian guy and I think it's a white guy. They just pull up and start talking. And they don't even talk to the to the dudes. Those dudes kind of, one of them comes out, that one guy from Band of the Hand. Uh, he came walking up and said something to them. That sure was him. I was like, who was that guy? <laughs> yeah, he was a Band of the Hand. He comes up and then they just pull out shotguns and just start shooting everyone. He gets blasted and they shoot whoever's out in the front and then they just take off. And the thing that was fucked up was what happened next is then the real cops showed up because they found out uh, something happened there. So that they get the call. They show up and all the people that are still standing out in front of that community center, they go, there comes the cops. And they just start throwing bricks and everything at them. And the cops are, fuck this, we're out of here. And they take off. So the thing I'm reading is that it turned into a race riot. And I'm like, okay. uh, no. Well, it was just them against the cops. I wouldn't call that a race riot, but all right. Because um, they don't know. And then, yeah, again, the cops show up late after all that. I mean, like the rest of them. The the main two detectives or whatever that, that are dealing with all these cases. It seemed like they were like the only detectives in all of Miami because they showed up at every uh, disaster site. So, so Chuck, Chuck is on, on they figured out who it is so they end up going uh, after because um, uh, it's, this is when uh, Chuck springs into action they were at a, uh, a shopping center this is all during Christmas time so I guess you could say technically this is a Christmas film so holiday mall packed people in there everyone shopping um and you just see some guy walking around with packages and he just looks suspicious. And there was, <laughs> there was a, I don't know, some kind of performance or something going on in one of the shopping centers, but he sets his bag down and walks away. And then uh, one of the store workers or security or whatever sees him. Hey, sir, you forgot your packages. And he just starts to run, but the mall is packed. He's ducking and dodging and everybody. And then he. I, I like that. The person shopping was right behind the security guard with the package <laughs> trying to give it to him i'm like <laughs> clearly this guy is like not wanted this package and trying to get out of here as soon as he can he's just like sir your package <laughs> <laughs> so he's running and running and all of a sudden that thing blows up and everyone's ah, running all over the place and then here come uh, a bunch of uh terrorists they come charging in did they just start opening fire on everyone? Yeah, they, they, they started before the, the package exploded because oh, okay. like, the people wouldn't stop chasing the one guy. So they just was like, fuck it. We're just going to spray everybody in the mall. And then the package exploded. Okay, that's right. Because there was a bunch of other guys in there. Yeah, they pulled out their guns and started blasting. I don't know how you're getting all these machine guns. Uh, into the mall, <laughs> but <laughs> so they started gunning up. They, yeah, then it blew up, and then boom, boom, here comes Matt Hunter, uh, crashing through <laughs> the window. It, it's his badass little truck, and the, and there's the, like the Blues Brothers, man, how they were just hauling ass down the mall, and wrecking everything, fighting terrorists. <laughs> that was a Somebody got ran over in this part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a um, little display truck inside. I got some little four by four mini truck. Um, I think it was a little Nissan. The the terrorists jump in there. Boom, they fire that up. They go hauling ass out of the mall. Was the keys in it? I, no, he he jumped in and hot. Well, no. Uh, uh, Chuck Norris hot wired something else. I think that was. Uh, oh, that's later when he hotwires the he rewires the bomb. No, I thought he was he chasing him. He, he was he flipped he was still his, in he, his truck. No, he flipped his truck in the mall, and then he jumped in the in the little the, uh, Nissan. Reporters, the reporter's car. Oh, oh no, that's right. They got no. The terrorists got in that car, and they took off. I assume the keys were in it then, because they took off. He re. He was, I think he flipped his car in there and he got out. Yeah, that's when the, the reporter, what was the point of her? There was like no. She seemed to be there. Okay, we, we talked about how the police was always late 
she seemed to be there before them every time. Almost like, I don't know, like, it's almost, I don't know if they were trying to make it seem like maybe she had more to do with it or something, because she just seemed to be at every place where there was going to be a terrorist attack. Yeah, she would, she was at all the places. And she was even in the neighborhood uh, and everything. So, yeah, when they, she, he goes running out and she comes driving by, he jumps in her car. I think it was like a Mustang convertible. Uh, the terrorists are hauling ass out. How'd they grab that lady? When, uh, before they drove off from the mall, like they had hit her car and oh, she got out yeah. to, to talk shit and they grabbed, he grabbed a hold of her hair and drove <laughs> off with her. And, and why, why did they hold her? <clears throat> Excuse me. Why did they hold her the whole time? I, I, I assumed he was using her as a shield. They drove for like miles. With her hanging yeah, on to and, the side. And salute to that stunt woman because she was really doing that. Yeah. I mean, luckily there was like a little, um, one of those little steps because mm-hmm. <laughs> she was standing on that. Uh, I'm sure they had her harnessed up and it just looked like it looked, just looked like that guy was holding her because she's hauling at, they're hauling ass down the road. She's hanging on ah, on the side of the car. Chuck Norris and the reporter are hauling ass after them, causing accidents all over the place. And uh, they're shooting at each other. Um, and then they, they pull up to the, to that, to, to the side of their car. And then he, they're like, grab her, grab her. So they're trying to grab that lady on the side of the car. And then they pull her back into it. And then, um, that car flipped over, didn't it? No, he threw a grenade in there. Oh, that's right. And then for some reason, instead of stopping and getting the grenade, like they kept driving and crashed into a, a parking lot or a car lot or something. <laughs> they never stopped the car to go for the grenade. I know. I mean, there was two guys in there. One of them could have reached down there and, and grabbed it. But no. Yeah, they crashed and it. <laughs> Um, damn, my allergy. Sorry, everyone. And now, all right, really quick, let me go back to the beginning of, of this uh, mall scene. Was Chuck just riding around looking for them and just happened to come across the mall? Yep. <laughs> I don't know how he found out that was going on. And I'll ask this question again <laughs> later. So. Um, they uh pretty much w- once this shit started happening, they they were kind of telling everyone uh, like, hey, there's terrorist attacks and everything going on, and uh, we they were trying to shut the city down, and then because we get a scene of all these parents loading up all their kids onto these school buses, and I don't know about you. But I don't think I'm going to load my kids on a bus and then stick around. I'm going to pack up my whole family and get out of Dodge. But all right, whatever. <laughs> so all these kids are on a bus. They're driving down the highway. And uh, here come these terrorists. They just pull up uh, to the side of the bus with like a big bundle of C4 with a detonator on it. They ride up to the side of the bus Stick it on there. All, what, all this is why going on when the kids are all on the bus sitting and uh, row, row, row your boat. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that scene went on and on. Trust me, that song. So the terrorists take off. Bus is counting down. Uh, it was like that timer was going hella fast. And out of nowhere, <laughs> here comes Matt Hunter. <laughs> I'm like, you're way out in the countryside somewhere. How the hell did you know this was going to (laughs) happen? So, all right, whatever. (laughs) So, and then they come out to this uh, construction area and there's traffic and everything. So he, Matt makes his way around, hauls ass up to the bus, pulls up to the side, reaches out. Little girl's looking out the window and she sees the bomb and doesn't say anything but doesn't know what it is. And He pulls it off the bus and then hauls ass after the terrorists. Did he just stick it on the front of the hood? On top. Oh. (laughs) Did they stop or did they just keep driving and blow up? They stopped 
like like the previous guy should have with the grenade but like you said this this timer was going like super fast so they had like five seconds and when they stopped it just went like five four three two one and then exploded (laughs) oh yeah all right i'm watching it right now yeah, it, it, he just comes riding up to it as, as smooth as he can. Oh, he didn't destroy his truck yet. He's still mobbing it. He grabs that thing. He hauls ass after the while it's still ticking. Pulls up to the to the side of the the terrorists. You lose this, and then just sticks it on the front of the hood, and then hauls ass. They come screeching to a halt, but by then it's too late. <laughs> the whole truck just blows up in the middle of the street. <laughs> Oh man, you, you gotta love it. Um, after this, uh, he he gets arrested because he um kind of just goes and he's sitting in a room in a room in uh, some little sleazy hotel. Oh, wait, let me back. Let me back up a little. This was this was an awesome scene. Um, this this is how they found out it was uh, Rostov. Um, they were they were kind of um trying to find out, figure out um who his accomplices were, like who who does he know in America, and they they came across one of the guys. I can't remember the guy's name. Tomas. Yeah, they find out where he's at in some little sleazy apartment above a bar or something. Because he can then Chuck Norris goes there, and then he comes kicking in the door. Um, no, he, he just showed though that guy goes upstairs with a girl, they're about to get it on, but then Chuck Norris is, uh, pulls out a dagger or something and it's stabbed because that guy's hand is on this table and he stabs it in that knife into his hand and he comes screaming, ah, and then he's like, well, where's Rostov? What do you need to tell me where he's at? And he was basically, I don't know where he's at. And then some other big ass brute comes in. Hey, what the fuck? What are you doing in here? Why are you talking to my buddy? He like kicks him. And he, he's the dude that goes flying into the wall. Yeah, this is where he does the line, though. When the first guy comes, he tells him to leave or he's going to give him so many rights he'll be begging for a left. <laughs> then that's when he goes and gets the big guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then Chuck's just, what did he say? He's like, you're beginning to irritate me. And that's when he, that's when he kicks him. <laughs> yeah, he kicked that fool down the stairs or something. And then... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the other guy, that chick got up and bounced. Uh, that guy still got the knife stuck in his hand. Chuck pulled out a grenade, pulled the pin, handed it to him. And he goes, when you see Rostov, tell him it's time. And that guy's like holding a grenade like, what the fuck? And then Chuck Norris gets the hell out of there. That guy, he throws it out the window and it lands into, I think it was his car, that convertible that was out in front of it. And then, that thing blows up. It's all right. They find out. They know. All right. They for sure know that it's Rostov and his gang that are causing all the chaos uh, in Miami. All right. Flash forward after the bus. Everything blows up. This was a scene they didn't show because um, the Chuck shows up to uh, it was like a carnival. And oh, yeah, I, was, I guess it was good. They didn't show it. It would have been a little too ruthless. Uh, it was like a little kid's ride and it was like blown to shit. And they, then they, they found out, yeah, this is, this is what they blew up. So this, I think this was the only place that Chuck didn't show up, uh, in time, uh, to stop. Cause I think, I think at this point is when he got mad and it was saying, cause, um, uh, he might've said some shit to those cops. I can't remember. Cause that's when he went to his little uh, little dingy motel room, mm-hmm. and he was sitting there uh, watching TV. And then the the cops and everybody came and raided uh, his um, his little hotel room, and then took him to jail. Because when he was leaving, he uh, they arrested him, and it was all plastered all over the news. And uh, Rostov is sitting, I don't know where he was, in his little hideout. He's sitting there watching the news because then he sees uh, uh, Matt Hunter on, on the on the TV. And I had to rewind it because I, I couldn't even understand him. He was like whispering. 
<laughs> what what is he supposed to be in this? What do you who? Richard Lynch, Rostow. And some Russian, I think it was some Russian soldier or whatever that just went wired after the fall of Russia or something. And I'm sure he killed some Americans during some war. And he's <laughs> and, working with the. Who's he working with? Because I was confused. Because it was, it was. I think it was just a bunch of everybody who, who yeah. wanted to join him. It, it didn't seem like it was like. As long as um, you, what was it like? A, what was that group in WWE? The Rusev and uh, Alberto Del Rio. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? It's yeah, just all the all the guys that weren't from America hated America or something. It was pretty much that he just got whoever whoever would wanted to join him because after um, when uh, uh, Matt Hunter told uh, Rustov when he looked at the camera and said, "I right, it's it's time to die" or whatever he told him, he um, Rustov got mad and, and wrecked his TV and whoever the dudes that were with him, he was like, "That's when he told him, look, man, he goes, you need to get everybody and anybody." That hates America, and uh, we're we're gonna blow this place up. So that's when they put out the APB, and everybody, ah, everyone that hated America showed up. So the League of Nations. Sorry. Yeah, I had to look it up. It was like probably some Russians, some some Cubans, and and whoever else uh, hated America at this point. Because when you see everyone together, when they're all running around and downtown and destroying everything. Um, it wasn't just dark, dark guys. It wasn't just white guys. It was like a mixture of everybody because <laughs> then uh, all hell broke loose. They, um, they, uh, oh, I think they, they were going to storm the, uh, the police station because they knew that's where, um, Matt Hunter was. So they come, uh, fucking just all come into, in, into downtown, um, it seemed like the, the, the military was ready for him because they had all these little uh, cement blockades in the road. The thing that was stupid, though, well, obviously we know why. Um, I was thinking, if they're trying to stop cars, why aren't these big blocks in, in the middle of the road? They were all off to the side of the road so you could still drive down the center of the street. <laughs> so all of them, his whole crew, everybody, I don't know, there was like hundreds of them. They all come just pouring in, ah, just truck after truck and jeeps and everything. Everyone loaded up to the gills. They all go running in. Um, the National Guard was already out there. Uh, there was some because then that's when they just, just started a big, massive war. Uh, and I assume this was downtown Miami. They were just trying to gun up everyone. And then they all go charging into the police station. And then they get in there, and this is when I was talking about everyone's just everyone that had a gun was firing, and nobody would look like they were aiming <laughs> or anything. They were just pointing and firing their guns, <laughs> shooting just desks and chairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they charged into the lobby, ah, started gunning up everything around. They made it up to, I don't know what floor they were on. I assumed the floor they thought he was. I'm, I'm just like, there's clearly nobody here. I'm like, what are you shooting at? <laughs> just <laughs> going crazy. Yeah, because when they charged into that one room, just boom, started shooting up all the cubicles, and then they were like, oh, fuck, nobody's here. And then Rostov's kind of like, he's speaking Russian, so I assume there was Russian soldiers there as well. And he just turned around and did Admiral Akbar. It's a trap! And then that's when here came uh, all we needed to hear was the the Team America music. America's finest came pouring in, just tanks everything, and then there there was a huge war uh, out in the streets, and then it was just there was they had tanks, but they didn't even fire the tanks. Maybe one or two did. But and then here came all the National Guard and everybody just just gunning up all these terrorists and everyone's just fighting each other. That's going on outside. Inside, Matt shows up 
and just commences to just roundhousing and kicking the shit out of everyone uh, that got in his way. <laughs> and then he uh, in in the poster we see uh, Chuck Norris holding those two little little uh, little Mac tens. Mm-hmm. He's got those, and he just it, it, it does. It, they're on straps. So he can't like straighten his arms. He just holds it up to his side. Like how he is in, in the poster, that's how he was walking around. Boom, boom, gunning up whoever he could see and whoever got in his way. He um, he loves those guns too. Because when they when he runs out of bullets, I like the way he just like gently lays them down on the ground. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, he did. Because um, when all the the bad guys, when they were searching for him, I mean, that's when they just charged into each room and just started gunning up everything. And they fig- when they figured out it was a trap, um, uh, it was like everyone was inside. And then when they said it was a trap and all the everyone ran outside, that's when the tanks and all the National Guard showed up and, and the war started outside. But inside, um, he started letting everyone uh, have it with his little uh, his little Mac tens. You know what? We missed a part. Let me go back just a minute. Um, when they were just wreaking havoc all over the t- all over the place, uh, they were gonna blow because they um, the military they uh, announced that it was gonna be martial law. Everyone just stay in your homes and stay off the streets. All these people went and filled this church, and then they were all in just praying and everything. So the terrorists uh, followed all these people. They had a, a, I assume, a suitcase full of uh, C4, and they they didn't even try to hide it. They just stuck it <laughs> right on that first step and had the the wires hanging out of it. And they ran across the street to try to blow it up. And they're like, "All right, we're set." And then they were pushing the button to blow it up, and, and nothing happened. And they're like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden you hear, didn't work, huh? And they turn around and look up, and Chuck Norris is standing on this <laughs> building or this the roof of whatever they were, a big thing of two or three floors, looking down at them, holding the, the suitcase. I'm like, how the hell did he get over there, get it off that step where they could clearly see it, and then run across the street, run up, I don't know how many flights of stairs, and get on the roof. Chuck Norris. Yeah, I was going to say that's your answer. <laughs> he drops the the suitcase down on them, and then he just d- takes two wires and, z- <laughs> and blows them up. I mean, oh my god, I just I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so, all right, back to the to the to the police station and just gunning everybody up that gets in his way uh, and everything. So, yeah, he pretty much uh, kills all those guys that were in the inside the police station and roast roast is uh, running after him. And then they turn they start uh, going at it and he like kicks him in the face hella times kicks him and he flips over into the next cubicle. But did you notice how fresh Rostov was? No matter how many kicks he took, chops, <laughs> everything, his hair did not mess up at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> had, to, had, had to redo it between each takes. His hair still looked nice, feathered, and fresh. <laughs> I mean, that was another thing. Forgetting all, basically getting the shit kicked out of him. Uh, he didn't have no, no blood coming out of his mouth, out of his nose, or anything. He he just looked fresh as could be. <laughs> so. Maybe that was in his contract. He's like, <laughs> I, I, my hair and everything needs to look fresh at all times throughout this movie. Like somebody was standing there right with a brush. <laughs> before he seen rush out there, brush his hair, and, and push him back in. So it was uh, Rustoff and some other dude, and they were searching for Matt Hunter, and they both had rocket launchers. <laughs> uh, I I don't know how these rocket launchers work, but uh, I think you got to fire uh, those missiles. Got to go a little way before they actually blow up. <laughs> 
I, I think you have to aim them too instead of just like shooting from the hip. <laughs> he kills the, he kills the first dude and Rostov gets away. And then uh, Matt Hunter kind of disappears, so he's running around looking for him. And uh, this part's fresh. He's just slowly walking around the uh, the, the the hallways. Again, hair. Look look up this clip on TV on YouTube. His hair is nice and fresh, and he's holding that that rocket launcher with. He already fired it once, and we didn't see him load it. But here comes Matt Hunter. Right behind him. At least he's got some blood pouring down the side of his face. And a he's little, holding a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a rocket launcher. And um when he opens it up, that's when uh Rostov hears him. And this is all in slow motion. Rostov is still looking the opposite direction. Matt Hunter's standing there already opened up the rocket launcher and then he just kind of whispers, it's time. <laughs> and Rostov, I, I think at this point he knows he's fucked up. He's already fucked. But he just uh, he turns around with his his rocket launcher. But before he can fire it, Matt Hunter lights yeah, from the hip. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a six shooter or something. <laughs> Didn't even aim. (laughs) Again, I don't know how close they were, but I love this scene because when he, this is the only scene that I remember before I watched it. He shoots him, blows up, and he just doesn't blow up and fall out the window. He gets blown apart because uh, it's in slow motion. You see his head fly out the window. You see one of his feet fly out and hard body parts. Yeah, he, all, he gets blown up so hard he turns into a mannequin. Yeah, <laughs> it blew it blew his fresh hair off. <laughs> yeah, because you see the mannequin head. <laughs> and Hollywood, you guys better take notes because this is how you end a fucking movie. As soon as he blew him out the window and the million pieces, the camera goes back to him. He just the music's dun dun dun. He just throws that rocket launcher down on the ground, fades to black, credits, <laughs> and that's your movie. <laughs> oh my god, this movie was awesome. I loved every minute of it. I, I need to get it on Blu-ray. Oh man, how much is this? I gotta look right now. I just I just bought a bunch of movies. I wasn't even thinking about this one, but. Oh man, this movie is amazing. Um, if you have what was it, Tubi? Is that what it was on? Yeah, Tubi, and of course, you know if you if you know where to look. Yeah, I I watched it on Tubi, and is there a pay Tubi? Because I'm gonna say one day there will be because Tubi's starting to get original programming. So I'm gonna say soon there will be. Oh, man, don't tell me this is out of print. Oh, it's out of print? Yeah, because these fools are selling it for $60. You can kiss my ass. I ain't paying $60. I ain't paying for no import either. But that's on Amazon. Let me see what the... um, eBay has to go for. It's probably some r- ridiculous, probably. Fifty-one eighty-eight. Oh, this is the Shout Factory one. Did you say you had the one with the VHS case? No, I got the Shout Factory one. Oh, okay. Well, shit, this is out of print. It's forty-two ninety-five. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to just search for it, but. I hate when they do that, man. Then I'll buy it, and then I'll have we'll, we'll put it out again, and it will be ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. That's did you true. ever? Did you ever pick up Dune Steelbook? No. Uh, Good, because for for all you media collectors, like I guess they're recalling all of them. 
because a lot of people just got the case with no movie or codes or anything in it. The Arrow one? No, the the for the new movie. Oh, the the new new one? Yeah, I guess a lot of people a lot of people opened them up and there was no disc or anything. Well, I I, did, I missed that and Halloween Kills. I'm kicking myself. I had to snag one of those. Because it's going for bank on eBay. Both of them are. I'm like, uh, Halloween Kills, I could see, all right. But Dune, it was good. But it, it, it ain't what they're charging good. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'll probably uh, doubt. Will I pay 50 for this Invasion USA? I'd wait. Yeah, I have a feeling I'm going to buy it and then Tuesday it's going to come out. Steelbook, $10. <laughs> that would be hell of it. But uh, if you got Tubi or Pluto TV, uh, it's on there. If you don't mind the ads or anything. But it's it's uncut. It's not mm-hmm. uh, cuss words, blow, everything blown up. All that is in it. <laughs> and the uh, the, the the little Coco are getting her head smashed on that truck. That was that was the ruthless part of this whole movie. You get that and someone getting shot in their dick all in the same twice. Scene. Yes. <laughs> first then she gets out. thrown out the window. <laughs> that first guy gets he gets shot in the dick, and then later on another guy gets shot in the dick. <laughs> oh, his own guy for yeah. for snitching or giving the information. That's right. I have to. Oh, excuse me. That's right. Other than he got a, a stab in the hand, he got to shoot to the dick, <laughs> man. But this movie has 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 everything in it. It's just senseless violence. Chuck Norris. Um. Yeah, he's another one. Hair did not mess up. Uh. The the the, the part where he looked most glorious is when he's uh, driving the uh, little swamp airboat. Oh, with the hair blowing. Yeah, the hair in the wind and, and the, the beard looking fresh and uh, his shirt opened up a little so you could see the muscles and he's steering <laughs> and flexing with, <laughs> with one arm. <laughs> oh, man. This movie is awesome. Don't, don't watch this movie for a plot or anything because there's none. Just watch it for all the crazy action and, and the no reloading of the, the rocket launchers. But all right, that was uh, 1985's uh, Chuck Norris classic, Invasion USA. What do we got next? Uh, I'm going to start throwing in some newer ones because, uh, I mean, we could we could talk about all these awesome older action movies and want to see what we think of these new ones. So we're going to review. Uh, it just came out as we're recording this. Uh, 2000. Well, it says 2021, but it just dropped today. Uh, crime, crime drama, clean, starring Adrian Brody. Oh, you seen, okay. You seen this trailer? No, but I saw the poster. I know nothing of it. Okay, good. And so we we need to we need to make up for that Amityville. Out there. Amityville horror. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have you seen Amityville Cop? What? Oh man. I'm I'm going through the I'm going through the list. Is it new or old? It came out last year. It's on Tubi. Oh. <laughs> There's like 20 Amityville movies on Tubi. Amityville Cop. A city hunted, haunted by a bloody past. Well, I guess all right, you're leading, at least giving us that angle of it, has led to the emergence of some serious police brutality as bodies pile up. Two detectives seek to stop a demonic force that is terrorizing the neighborhood. <sighs> Come on, Brian, you're killing me. I'm Who's going, I'm, I'm going to go through all of them. Did you see this one? Yeah. Oh man! What, I'm not gonna it? tell you. I'm, I'm not gonna tell you. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'm going down the cast. I don't know any of these people, and 
Tubi, all right. Uh, yeah, my, ex- expect a mini review, everyone. <laughs> my next one is going to be the, the Amityville Moon. I think this is a werewolf one. What? Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm gonna send you this. I'm gonna send you this list. The Amityville Moon. That one came out last year. Man, I'm gonna tell Mike. Dude, make one. Make it an Amityville oh, film. My wife, my wife was asking me. She was like, "You can just like do that." Like saying, "I was like, apparently you can." I was like, "We can make an Amityville movie." Uh, Amityville Moon, evil lurks in the holiest of places. As Alyssa and Carla try to escape from a church, a home that holds them captive, Carla is slaughtered by a vicious semi-human creature. No, this is the one. This directed the the guy that did um, uh, Amityville Uprising. Oh, he did that one. Yeah, the okay, same director. I, I know what to expect then. Uh, he did the Amityville Moon. I guess that one came out first. Yeah, that one came out last year. Amityville Harvest. He did that one too. Come on, man. Jeez, man, he did one in uh, 2021, the Amityville Horrors, then he did Amityville Moon, and then Amityville Rising to kick off uh, 2020. This list is uh, long. There's Witches of Amityville Academy, Amityville Vibrator. I guess that's an adult one. What? Amityville Island, the Amityville Murders. Is that the movie movie one? I don't know. Cause uh that was that was one we did, didn't didn't we? Uh the one the one that's supposed to be about the real case. Yeah. The, didn't we do I, that one? I think we did. Yeah, we did for thirty yeah, couple of years. That was ago. all right. See that that one was at least good and it had something to do with it. Yeah, this was basically the prequel. <laughs> yeah, that one was good. I mean I liked that one, but I don't know, man. I mean, the, the, yeah, it's another show. But we'll, we'll we'll dive into that one. Just come back for um, what was it? Clean, <laughs> clean, starring Adrian Brody. Sorry, everyone. That was basically the end of the episode. Our audio started to mess up, so the whole end got cut. Um, we weren't talking about much, just more Amityville this and that nonsense. But anyway. Uh, for everything Horror Returns, go to thehorrorreturns.com. Check out everything we got there. Links to all the shows and everything else we got there. And uh, there's a link to uh, pick up t-shirts for the show. So please do that. Spread the word. And talk to you guys later. So until then, party on. Party <laughs> on.